Hello and welcome back to the Plutocracy Report on PRN. I'm, well, just some guy who must be crazy to have hope for real humanistic change. Sorry if I'm not as energetic this week. I'm not feeling the positive energy lately. And people are more divided than ever as we need to come together more than ever. I'm personally disgusted by the lack of enthusiasm for real revolution and the lack of unity among the proletariat cheapies and, of course, lack of voices in the alternative media saying what needs to be said. You know, they just take sides. They have no solutions. I stand alone here, and we don't have many more people tuning in, especially like the last show where I tried to give optimism, and people must not like that. Cynicism is an addiction for some people, and they want everyone to join their pity party of negativity. Maybe I'm just an overly emotional, bipolar rock and roller, because a few weeks ago, I felt like a mass conscious awakening is occurring. And you know what? I was right. Protests are breaking out around the world, like in Ecuador recently. Two weeks of massive indigenous-led protests have forced the government to cancel austerity measures that led to a doubling of diesel prices. You see, when the prices go up, people wake up. Well, good job, my warrior friends. Now take back your government and have direct democracy run by the common people. And plutocracy everywhere the rich are in charge. So, yeah, everywhere. Crazy things are happening and being exposed in the political puppet show. Evidence of climate change affecting food supply and human migration and life on Earth. Some people are waking up and can be inspired to overthrow all corrupt power structures. But no one knows what the hell to do. And no one is spreading solutions. All we hear in the alternative media now is reasons not to join protests because they're all being funded by the globalists. You freaking wimps. You're all defeated before the fight even starts. Extinction Rebellion, for example, being demonized like crazy. Well, it can be turned into an end plutocracy movement in a grassroots takeover. Or we can start an end plutocracy movement and get them to join us. I'm talking about all the people involved, not the neoliberal leaders. The movement to end plutocracy won't need leaders and funding, only agreed-upon, concise demands and commitment. But no! We the sheepies can't even agree all protests can be made good. And this has led me to consider doing what even some of you Pluto heads have said to me. It's hopeless, dude. Why not admit it? Nothing's going to change. Give up and be cynical with us. That's the mentality I was trying to fight and change with this show. But it's not a popular message, is it? People can't or don't want to open their minds. Or so it seems to me this week. The hardest thing, apparently, is to get people to see things differently than what their reactive and regressive and manipulated minds are addicted to, which is cynicism and delusion. I'm sorry, I'm probably not going to be funny today, and I'm just not feeling it. I'm down this week, and frankly, I'm very disappointed in myself for my own failures and my fellow citizens who are apathetic and unaware. I have been told I'm foolish because I'm too optimistic about ending the plutonomy system and creating a new economy of rationality and equality. Because you can't change a system all at once, Vince. It can only be incremental. You know, so quit with the revolution talk 
and put your efforts towards supporting Bernie or Trump. You know, pick a side. It's all we got. Fine, I'll spend a little time talking about the democracy show for sheepies. I mean, maybe I drove people away with my constant rabble-rousing that makes people uncomfortable. All right, then. I'll focus on Bernie for a few minutes because he's among the well-known candidates that is the only one who sounds serious about forcing the plutocrats to allow a more rational health care system, you know, Medicare for all, which, to the regressive righties, is government death panels for all, run by Satan himself. <laughs> Just proposing rational, all-in health care should make him a shoe-in because our current system is so corrupt, insane, unfair, and deadly and Bernie actually proposes some other progressive ideas and how he isn't blowing away every other corporate candidate is blatant proof of plutocrat mind manipulation still retarding the minds of sheepies in both herds. I mean, listen to this guy. You can't take on a corrupt system if you take its money. Bernie Sanders announces plan to get money out of politics. Okay, this stuff is what I say, right? And I'm a radical revolutionary, and we have a popular candidate for president who agrees with me, but he is not the front runner. Come on, that's pathetic, you dummy crats. Bernie Sanders has taken his commitment to end corporate influence in politics to the next level. Although Sanders himself already doesn't accept corporate dark money as part of his campaign, the Democratic presidential candidate revealed his new plan this week that will get corporate money out of politics and elections, including ban corporate contributions to the Democratic Party convention and all related committees, update and strengthen the Federal Election Campaign Act to return to a system of mandatory public funding for national party conventions. Oh, just for the conventions, huh? Passing a constitutional amendment that makes clear that money is not speech and corporations are not people. Overturning a Supreme Court ruling that says money is speech. Buckley v. Vallejo. Passing legislation to end super PACs. Political spending by 501c4s and other organizations who accept unlimited contributions or do not disclose donors. Overturning Citizens United which allows corporations to spend unlimited money on elections, abolishing the worthless FEC and replace it with the Federal Election Administration? Oh, nice. Another wasteful and superfluous bureaucracy, huh, Burn? Sorry. A true law enforcement agency originally proposed by former Senators John McCain and Ruth Feingold. This is ridiculous. It goes on and on ending the influence of corporations at the DNC by banning donations from federal lobbyists and corporations, instituting a lifetime lobbying ban for national party chairs and co-chairs, blah, 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 blah. Well, at the end it says, passing mandatory public funding laws for all federal elections. You see... You see how they have to make it complicated and convoluted so this crap can never pass in whole? F that crap, Bernie. We need a one-page law criminalizing the buying of power. No outside money in government whatsoever. It's not too freaking hard. You don't have to be convoluted and confusing. But for the lefty sheepies who don't think we can end plutocracy and 
they just want a socialist politician to believe in. I guess Bernie's the man. Here's another headline. Sanders vows, if elected, to pursue criminal charges against fossil fuel CEOs for knowingly destroying the planet. Now, because you have in this country a corrupt criminal justice system, CEOs and millionaires don't go to jail. People go to jail. Kids go to jail for selling marijuana. But if you kill hundreds of people, thousands of people, and you're a CEO and a billionaire, you don't go to jail. That's the nature of the system in America. It's a system I intend to change. Damn. How do you not like this guy more than the others? Here's another one. Should the U.S. nationalize fossil fuel industry? Warren says no. Sanders says yes. Well, we all know. Warren is the primed preferred puppet for the plutocrats. Bernie is the token of progressive sanity that gives some hope to lefty sheepies that we still live in a democracy. But he won't win because we have plutocracy. Yes, of course, we should nationalize everything that matters to people's lives under a government of, by, and for the people, from health care to banking to infrastructure repair and updating. Take the corruption out of the commons and everything else that truly matters to us all. The government is only corrupt if the people let it be usurped, which has been the case, you know, forever. (laughs) One last Bernie headline out there in the mainstream plutocrat media. Uh, Here it is. Sanders draws a line between himself and Warren. She's a capitalist to her bones. I am, I believe, the only candidate who's going to say to the ruling class of this country, enough with your greed, Sanders says. Well, of course that appeals to me, but I know it's just talk, and we have to first end the plutocratic stranglehold entirely to make anything better. But Bernie is the only one proposing any progressive ideas that take away a little power from the plutocrats. And, you know, maybe, perhaps he would have been president since 2016 if they didn't rig the primary for Hillary Clinton. But even having an incremental progressive policy candidate out there, they still don't win anything, do they? Because of anti-social propaganda and plutocrat mind control. And of course, nothing could get passed anyways in the Senate unless we kick them all out at once and freaking take it back. The only way something progressive passes is if the plutocrats have to allow it. And I mean have to, which is very uncommon. But that can change during a depression. I believe the next president will be labeled a socialist. I predicted Liz Warren long ago, who is a corporatist but is labeled a socialist, you know, just like Obama, the neocon warrior. Because I'll say Bernie is too old and too big a socialist for the job. They're already saying he he can't handle it. His heart's bad. Ay, 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 it's sickening out there. But at that time in the early 2020s, they may allow something like Medicare for All and even universal basic income just to keep things going for a while as the working class becomes broke and deeply in debt, you know, because we're too dumb to revolt before that happens. But then when the sheepies get restless, and it seems like they may finally start to revolt, an outside threat will arise and... 
we will go to war. It's the plutocrat's cure for any and all sheepy uprising in America. Like World War I ended the workers' movement. Now, I don't like talking about the plutocracy puppet show because it's so apparent to me. And because we don't have time for that crap anymore. And it only led to the continuation of legal and approved plutocracy. You know, that big club that owns not just America, but much of the Western world that we ain't in, as George Carlin put it. Yeah, they still control the monetary system and the way money is used. Hence, they control the government and everything that matters in socioeconomic engineering. And they have successfully and completely manipulated the minds of the general public to go along with it. At this point, the power structure and the obscenely wealthy money addicts, the greedy rats who love the status quo upward money flow, have one goal in mind. To assure a conscious awakening within the minds of the working class does not occur. And you cynics out there really help them with that goal, don't you? You know. Keep them dumb, divided, and delusional, and no change will be forced. They're still achieving that, and now highly active in controlling what is seen in social media. So this headline caught my attention. Facebook censors posts from conscious black people to stall mass awakening. Yeah, of course. You think something as big as Facebook isn't going to be controlled and monitored at the demand of the filthy money addicts who control the world? Well, the writer, uh, True Dreads, <laughs> put it in context of, you know, it's white supremacists that control Facebook and target black voices, and they censor some of his posts, you know, because he gets hundreds of likes on some and only four on others. Yeah, buddy, they have an army of people suppressing posts that are deemed bad for plutocracy. Even little old me, who... Hardly anyone reads or follows, or even likes, <laughs> is being shadow banned. I, I can tell. It's not just black people, so let's not separate the people. We are all one class of subjugated masses. We have to unite, not fight separately, dude. They aren't white supremacists. They are wealth supremacists. Here is what he said at the end. This is what they're trying to avoid, a mass awakening. These days, information travels faster than light, and it doesn't take long for millions of people to be focused on one topic or idea. One image or combination of sentences could inspire a particular idea within the collective consciousness of the melanated minds. <laughs> I guess uh, that's the word he uses for black people. And change the world within minutes. When I say change the world, I understand I'm saying that the universe is mental and the mind is also. <laughs> By changing what we think on a subconscious level, we change the infrastructure of existence. Our thoughts matter tremendously and the last thing a white supremacist owned social media outlet wants is to have constant stirring up of the consciousness of melanated minds. <laughs> Well, come on, dude, we're in this together, both melanated and pasty white minds who are not part of the leisure class. We all must unite. We need to fight together. Much of the white working class that aren't right-wing freaks, you know, like the Trump lovers, are not racist and white supremacists. In fact, we know the plutocrats are white and they are a disgrace to our race. 
Let's all awaken together and take back our country. Open up your message to all true dreads. I know it's hard not to mistrust all white people because of what black people have gone through in this country. I actually don't trust most white people, especially in business who are trying to scam people for a living. America is the land of bullshit and scams. The entire business model is promoting scams and lies and aberrant behavior to make money. The white wealth supremacists make agreements and allies, but honors nothing and no one. You know, ask the Kurds for the latest example of turning your back on an ally. Maybe I'll get into more of that later. But the exploited working class can be judged by the content of our character. We are not all racist, and many of us want a truly egalitarian people's government. Let's all unite, my brothers and sisters. All right, now I guess I should clarify this so I don't sound naive. I mean, I know our culture has made us turn against each other, and for generations, and it's hard to imagine we can ever unite. This is part of cultural mind manipulation constructed by the power elite. Endemic prejudice, whatever you want to call it, bigotry, racism. But to me, it all boils down to separation, achieved through contrived hate and fear that's mostly unjustified. I mean, growing up in a corrupt, competitive, and scarcity-based plutonomy system, there will be crime and desperate people and psychotic people, and hence legitimate fears of violence. But I'm talking about manufactured fear and discrimination and intolerance from our cultural programming, you know, from parents, schools, religion, businesses, state institutions, and the media mind manipulators most of all. Separation is a main part of most cultures around the industrialized world, but the American style of cultural separation is fascinating and really tragic. I don't have to remind anyone about Native American genocide and slavery, which never completely went away. I mean, we all free-range sheep as slaves now. Master don't have to provide a roof and food anymore. We got to do it ourselves and pay rent and taxes right back to the masters. But even up to the 60s, we still had segregation. So maybe most white people didn't even think about how cruel and absurd and horrifically racist our culture was because, you know, it was normal to them. This is what they were taught. That is not human nature. Maybe they didn't even feel any empathy whatsoever because the law says them colored people can't use the same bathrooms as us or eat with us, or even use our drinking fountains. My mama told me to stay away from the colored people. That's a nice culture, huh? Should make for a great democratic society, right? Imagine all the horrible things that happen to black people in America. It's freaking dreadful. That acceptance of discrimination was intentional mind control. It's not human nature to be racist and to be separated from others in nature. So as more people woke up and said, this is wrong, and protests grew to the point where the power structure had to do something, while well, we finally got the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The legislation had been proposed by John F. Kennedy, I think it was in June of 63, but 
you know, it was opposed by a filibuster in the Senate, of course, the pasty white senators. After Kennedy got whacked by the plutocrats on November 22nd, 1963, a date I always remember, Lyndon Johnson got it passed a year later, you know, as if he was a nice guy, before starting the Vietnam War in 65. So it was perfect timing for the military to be integrated and all black and white kids can be considered equals as they are used for cannon fodder for plutocrats. The owners and rulers of our country will fight all social progress until enough people wake up and demand it together. Demand it, not just ask for it. But things like that and the women's rights movement of the 60s, you know, they're fine with the plutocrats because it increases their bottom line. Let them all have credit cards. Why discriminate? But they know the key to holding power is division and separation of the working class, and they have perfected it to be based on ideology now, all on ideology now, not just race. It's time to shed all the residual manufactured separation and unite in one common goal of ending this insane plutonomy system. This is obvious, and why... Division and distraction is the main form of plutocrat propaganda. Like this Trump impeachment charade. It's just the latest example to rile up the sheepies as it becomes more difficult to ignore social issues and artificially prop up the markets, even as more quantitative easing has commenced to prop up the repo market and protect against plunges. Well, they can hit record highs one day so the plutocrats can sell before the big drop. I think they said $60 billion in new funny money a month is being created again. But prices are going up for the struggling sheepies who have been fleeced by their government of by and for the plutocrats. The distraction issues work on almost everyone. Even smart people like Ralph Nader falls for the impeachment charade. As if anything matters other than ending this plutonomy system in whole. Don't you old farts know that by now? Nope. Same old useless rhetoric from all you old kooks. Vote harder, sheepies. <laughs> to pull off that kind of mind control, you need an amazing system of propaganda and mind manipulation. It's the Roman bread and circus technique expanded upon. Roman leaders believed that if these two needs were met, food and entertainment, the poor would be less likely to notice how bad they're being screwed over and they wouldn't complain or revolt against the empire. But it has been so perfected now that every aspect of our lives is in servitude to the elite, and we just love it. Just like Huxley predicted. And Soma is real, too, in the form of mind-numbing pills like antidepressants and other brain-altering drugs. Perhaps an EMF, too. You know, hurry up and give us some 5G! I can't wait to stream my shows faster! The pinnacle of advancement for the human race turned out to be propaganda and mind control for the elite power structures to maintain control of the masses. To make things easy to maintain power, they constructed a dichotomy of beliefs, the dichotomy of division, the two-party system. We have not just been divided by race, religion, tint, or hue, but by ideology that affects every possible form of discrimination. Male, female, gay, straight, righty, lefty, Jesus or Allah, Cubs or Sox, 
That is a big part of sheepy mind control and separation. Intended division. Even people who think they are free of the political dichotomy of division will still pick a side on this impeachment charade or whenever they have some big contrived political drama. They're all going to go to their sheep herd. Well, what we won't admit is that this government doesn't freaking work for us. Nothing ever changes. This impeachment spectacle is just a show for puppets of the plutocrats to do something and pretend they are two parties that actually oppose each other. You know, pick a party and root for them. Same old crap. Both parties fail the people and vote for the plutocrats' agenda, but somehow people have to choose one of them because the other side is the only problem. You get how this works. Uh, don't be fooled. Donald Trump has been great for the puppet show, a constant distraction of epic proportions. Don't believe for a second the plutocrats don't love Trump and this presidency. No, he's not fighting the deep state, which isn't even a good way of describing our plutocratic power structure. Let me put you in the minds of the righty Trump supporters for a second. I mean, it's a scary and stupid place, but just so you know why he has support and how they feed it. And remember, the plutocrats want him to have support. It's a game, and they need his propaganda to spread just as much as a dummycrat propaganda. They want a close race because it's more dramatic and distracting. And it seems like democracy. <laughs> Here's what the dim-witted hack actor Kurt Russell said about his savior. President Donald Trump is relentless. I've never seen a man so dedicated and determined. I'd like to think I would be as courageous as he is, but I just don't know. <laughs> the world is after him, and he stands there in the face of pure evil, <laughs> rock solid and ready to fight for us. God bless this brave man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks Trump did for us, or who he means when he says us. I mean, <laughs> I guess Kurt Russell it's pretty rich for a hack actor, so maybe he liked the Trump tax cut plan or something. I don't know, but it's all a show. The presidency is a fiction. It's just a man pretending to be in control, and the fantasy plays out as reality in the minds of the sheepies. That idiot's delusion about Trumpy Dumpty is the same delusion all his supporters have. He's fighting the lefty bad guys for us. Oh, God. Good God, people are dumb and easily fooled. There are so-called alternative or independent sites that pushes the pro-Trump bullcrap for righty fringe freaks, and the dimwits give them donations to keep spreading the biased bullcrap. I mean, check out this headline from Frontline News. Jacob Rothschild's publication admits that President Trump is destroying the New World Order. <laughs> really? What has he done? Did he give them too big a tax break and they're being crushed under the weight of their assets? I would read some of what they say to you, you know, for comedy, but the article won't load. And, you know, it's being censored. And the censor rats are out of control. Yeah, maybe we don't mind if righty fringe freak sites are being suppressed because they're so idiotic and delusional 
But we should care. We can decide for ourselves what's true and what's propaganda and what's crazy comic book conspiracy. Now, in order to shut down the truth, everything left, right, or rational that goes against the plutocratic narrative is being censored, suppressed, or shut down. And that should be a wake-up call for all Americans. Now, Chumpty Dumpty and all the presidents do the same thing. They do the bidding of the plutocrats, and they probably all agree with their agenda anyways, so they can pretend they had the final decisions. Like, Obama can pretend it was a good idea to kill Libya and all the other horrific acts that happened under his puppet show. But the daily activity of meaningless crap and trivial issues, they actually decide for themselves. But, you know, I'm not sure if the plutocrats told Trump to abandon the Kurds in Syria, but I'm pretty sure they didn't tell Trump to get dirt on Biden through Ukraine. No, in those petty things, Trump does whatever he wants. And, you know, like I said, he agrees with what he's told to do, like sell weapons to Saudi sociopaths. Love and obey Israel. Sanction and bomb whoever we tell you to. Pass a tax cut plan we wrote. That's what every president does for the plutocrat agenda. And they all probably like it anyways, you know, because they're all rich and greedy and have a cozy lifestyle and don't mind being subservient to the plutocrats. You know, it's better than not being elected or being dead, I guess. The inconsequential crap, like campaigning 100% of the time, like what Trump does, that's all he does is campaign. He does rallies all the time. He's not, he doesn't do anything for us. He's, he's just campaigning. Well, they can do whatever they want with that infantile crap that doesn't matter to anyone. And if you get caught getting a Hummer in the Oval Office by a chubby, dark-haired young chick, you might get impeached like Bill Clinton did. Or if you say something stupid about getting dirt on bonehead Biden on the phone to a president of a country we helped overthrow and support, you might get impeached. And it's a grand pageant for peasants who somehow think it freaking matters. Everything is a division tactic, including science now. Climate change is used as a division tactic, for instance. You know, everyone has their own belief system to cope with this unnatural society. Some people just don't want to think about anything in the real world. But some do, and they want to do research into things with the power of the Internet and read independent reports from all different angles. So they sensed a conscious awakening of a small minority of people who actually have a brain. So alternative views are being censored like crazy and not coming up in Google web searches anymore, while the plutocrat media, like the Washington Post, can spread lies and propaganda and stupid crap like this article. Well, here's the headline. In the long run, wars make us safer and richer. Woohoo! I can only read the headline because they blocked me. But it's just nasty, distorted, egg-headed thinking that tries to justify the tragedy of humans following orders of sociopaths in leadership roles and are willing to kill for them. I was going to read some of it, but they locked the page on me. You know, it says, unless I subscribe to this plutocrat rag or turn off my ad blocker, I can't freaking read it. 
I mean, it's sickening. Everything has ads now. YouTube is becoming unbearable to me. They'll freaking put a commercial right in the middle of something I'm listening to, and it freaks me out. Just abruptly cut something off to put an ad. You know what? If you're in advertising, do what Bill Hicks told you to do. Kill yourself. (laughs) I'm kind of (laughs) kidding. But just think of that mentality from that article. War is good for money and safety. But, you know, that must be why both parties are in favor of it, right? Just ignore the death and destruction. And the rich never have to sacrifice anything. The spell the human race is under is horrendous. Common sense and compassion have been driven out of our very souls. We surrender our society to sociopaths. Don't want to take back the power. Very few people want to face the facts or listen to me give them. You know what happens when I feel worthless? Well, of course, I start to drink more. And I scamper into my hermit hole. Then I slowly drift away into a deep, dark trash. I can't even think Somehow that demon got me It seems so wrong Now all I had is gone I'm trying to drown my grief It would be right To curb my appetite I swear it's my only vice I needed help I hate the way I felt No one could get through to me I hit the ground Now you don't come around I fell into a deep sleep
fall when the demons call. I know this is not my fate. I used to pray so that I can't stay. I need you to show me the way. I'll try my best not to get depressed. I'm facing the final test. From this trance, just give me one more chance. I'm waking from this trance, just give me one more chance. I'm waking from this Time to wake up from the trance of alcoholism. Or maybe it's negative EMF waves bombarding us. Because, you know, I ain't no boozer. I just wrote that song from the perspective of an alcoholic pleading for one more chance. Well, I am drunk on indignation and falling into a trance. And that song fits my mood today. Well, that was Mick Wap music once again this week. Kevin O'Gorman with the music and the guitar, and he did lead vocals on that one. I added the bridge and wrote those lyrics to display the inner battle this guy has with his addiction. Oh, and I played the drums. Okay, I hope you all enjoyed that song, because I enjoy playing our stuff to you. And, you know, maybe some people don't like it, but don't be so judgmental, if that's the case. (laughs) Everything original is creative art. And it should be appreciated if it's honest and, you know, not commercial. It can't be done just for money. It has to be for passion, to be honest. And that's all I've ever done anything creative for is the passion. So it's definitely honest, even if you think it sucks. But whatever. I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) All right, let's get into current events and news. Well, last week, as a corporation shuts off power to people in California, just as a precaution, fire broke out anyways. It's time for people to know private ownership of essential utilities is stupid. While California goes dark and burns, temperatures in Denver fell 64 degrees in 24 hours. Yeah, everything's normal out there, huh? This happens all the time. Can you say chemical ice nucleation? Because that's being utilized and part of geoengineering. No freaking doubt. But, you know, all we'll see 
is headlines of cold, cold, cold. Ice age is coming. <laughs> well, do you want to know what happened while we watch sports and vote harder for puppets of the plutocrats? Listen to this. Eye-popping analysis shows top 1% gained $21 trillion in wealth since 1989, while bottom half lost $900 billion. The top 1% owns nearly $30 trillion of assets, while the bottom half owns less than nothing. Yeah, but only Vince uses the word plutocracy to describe America. Because he's crazy. Don't listen to his show. Yeah, whatever. Here's a story we need to know about. Police union endorses Trump for 2020 re-election. Love him or hate him, President Donald Trump has stood with law enforcement officers, vowing to bring them back to a position of honor and respect. A far cry from others who have created an environment that has allowed for the current war on our police to reach critical levels. Oh my God, they make me sick. War on cops! They never do anything wrong, right? Why can't we stop picking on these little boys in blue who are just so perfect in every way? Oh, there might be a couple bad apples, but they're, they're great. In response to these brain-dead automatons endorsing a rat like Trump, I said on Facebook, sorry, but it's true. Cops are hired on a basis of ignorance, so they never question orders or think for themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're not all bad, but most are devoid of common sense, compassion, and they are, well, let's just say, dum da dum dum This is further proof they don't even know what they're doing wrong because they think they can do no wrong. I mean, since 9-11, everyone is a possible terrorist or a supervillain, you know, who, whose phone that's in their hand might be a type of new assault weapon, so they get shot, and someone posted a meathead meme on my uh, post there that said, Until you leave your family at home every day to protect everyone else's, do not trash talk cops or military to me. <laughs> I responded, So invading non-threatening countries to plunder their resources, waste national wealth, manpower, and run up massive debt for war plutocrats is protecting us? No, wait extortion, brutality, asset forfeiture, and inflicting terror upon citizens is protecting us? They protect and serve the elite. It's extremely rare for them to be helpful for the rest of us. Of course, some sheepies would prefer to ignore all the corruption and not talk about it. But that's not what people of honor and action do. We don't ignore problems. So the appalling training mentality and actions of these ignorant cops that act like frightened little boys who shoot before assessing the situation is plain and understood by most people by now and we as a nation have done nothing to change it nothing so i want to inform you that there's a man who is responsible for murder last week and has not been arrested or even charged you heard the story right it's tragic a white police officer fired through a window of a black woman's home early Saturday and killed her after responding to a call that a neighbor placed about a front door being open, authorities in Fort Worth, Texas say. An open front door, huh? That must be a strange sight in terrible Texas. 
And if you see an open door, I guess calling the local city terrorist organization is the best thing to do, huh, you asshole? The local pastor said, This was probably one of the first days that we had cold weather in Fort Worth. This was a cool evening. I'm sure she allowed the door to be opened to air out her house, to get some fresh air in the house. Yeah, she was murdered for that. The cop has been charged, but he had an accomplice who bears the most blame for this tragedy, and that made me very, very sad, and it brought me to tears. And then I get very, very angry. Listen to the voice of a madman who murdered someone without having to shoot a gun. I'm calling about a neighbor. Her front doors have been open since 10 o'clock. Did you hear that stupid son of a bee? Most non-wealthy people know calling the cops leads to trouble no matter what it's about. And all black people must know this by now. You killed her, you bastard. You called the cops because her front door was open and she was getting air in the house? I hope you can't sleep at night because of what you did. May you live in remorse for the rest of your life, you idiot. Never call the cops for a goddamn wellness check or the person will end up dead. I really hate our system of so-called law enforcement. They must be trained just like soldiers who become devoid of empathy and common sense and the ability to handle a situation rationally and calmly. This system must also change. They are bred to be protectors and killers for the elite. Police murdering innocent people is common now. I mean, this is also from this month. Cops mistake innocent man for suspect and publicly execute him. A Chicago SWAT team executed an arrest warrant for a suspect on an innocent man and shot and killed him in the process. Things are going to get worse until we take back the power. Everything in the system is done ass-backwards and irrational. Cities, states, and the federal government, all corrupt and all stupid. <sighs> I'm sorry, I, this stuff really bugs me. <sighs> Such a f tragic way to be killed, huh? Ay ay ay. All right, I'm going to move on. While Trump pulled a few troops from the Syrian-Turkey border, and, you know, he acted like all wars were coming to an end because he was bringing the boys back home. <laughs> but, you know, what really happened was we turned our back on an ally who we were using to help overthrow Assad. I mean, these Kurds were called the Syrian Democratic Forces. Good God. SDF. And we were protecting them from Turkey. So the moment we pulled out, the bombs started dropping from Turkey onto the Kurds' heads. And Trump had to do damage control, you know, and he came out and said, Well, they didn't help us in World War II, so screw them! We're ending the endless wars! Yeah, dude. Hey, Saudi Arabia didn't help us in World War II either. And less than 24 hours after saying, Time to bring them home! You ordered 1,800 more U.S. troops to Saudi Arabia, you freaking hypocrite ass hat. So what really happened? Did the plutocrats order this, or did they let Trump do this on his own? I mean, maybe he made a deal with Turkey. He's got towers there, you know. He's got crap going on. Probably owes him money. <laughs> well, I'm positive the plutocrats don't care. They don't give a rat's ass about the Kurds. Syria was a failed coup attempt, 
and the plan is being aborted. You know, they got other plans cooking with the Wahhabists and the Zionists. So two points here. First, this is a lesson we all should know in life. Don't be allies with scoundrels or you end up dead. <laughs> also, why are we even in Syria, sheepies? Do you know? Were we invited there by the Syrian government? No. The truth is a sick and twisted plan of pure plutocrat treachery for yet another covert regime change in yet another foreign country. It was going to be a repeat of the Libya model on a larger scale. Perhaps they thought it was going to be another cakewalk for the empire of the murderous Western plutocrats, but their barbaric plan failed because the Russians stepped up to assist Assad. This was a major event to see the empire fail in their plan of regime change. You know, the only other time I can remember them failing was when they couldn't oust Hugo Chavez in 2002. But unlike Venezuela, whom we're still brutalizing with sanctions, we use economic warfare and propaganda and secret funding. But in Syria, we actually use the military and a proxy army of extremists who we armed and assisted to kill the leader. I mean, places got totally blown apart. Just look at the pictures. It's freaking tragic. But they want Assad dead because he wouldn't make an unfair pipeline deal brokered by France. Now, who was it? That, that scoundrel Sarkozy. But Assad must have known not to make deals with scoundrels. He learned his lessons. And he probably knew they were coming after him anyways. You know, so fight them now or later. He had a choice. And he told Sarkozy to stick it up as you know what. I mean, the guy's a fighter. It's just so damn tragic how many people have to suffer for the dealings of wealthy and powerful sociopaths who control governments. Well, the plutocrat media doesn't say anything about the real story, but they conveyed, you know, Trump is turning us back on an ally, the Kurds, and they will be all murdered by Turkey now. But Assad is a rational man, and I heard him say he would forgive the American-backed terrorists if they want to make amends. So he's going to protect them now, and listen to how the plutocrat media portrays it. The Kurds, U.S. allies, are losing and dying. 130,000 so far have fled Turkey's advance. So the Kurds made a devil's bargain, calling on their old adversary, Syrian President Bashar al-Assad, for help. They made a devil's bargain with Assad, huh? The guy was going to protect them after the U.S. broke their deal to protect them and left them to die? Who's the real devil here, NBC News? Wake up and see who we allow to lead us. Tell your listeners, tell the people we need to take back our government and let's be the good guys from now on. Well, thanks for joining me this hour, my friends. It's sure been a lot of fun talking to you all for 51 shows. You can reach me at the plutocracy report at gmail.com if you got anything at all to say to me. I don't know. I, I, I'd say, you know, friend me on Facebook, but no one ever did. And I might be shutting it down. You know, it just depresses me. I can't gain any momentum there either. I mean, I'll bet O.J. Simpson has more friends and probably is taken more seriously than me. Well, I don't know. Maybe I said enough for now. Maybe it's time to put the show on hiatus. We certainly didn't grow our message since last year. 
and I didn't expect to be promoted here or anything, but I thought word of mouth might do it. But I was wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about everything. I mean, perhaps it really is hopeless, and it's time for me to crawl back into my hermit hole. I don't know. I'm a very emotional man, as some of you may have noticed. (laughs) And, you know, I can change my mind in a heartbeat, but I need inspiration to do work like this. And this climate of confusion and cruelty and apathy and isolation, it makes it hard to come by, lately anyways. Sometimes you gotta admit, it's not worth the fight, and it's time to take flight. Well, this song that Vinny Jr.'s gonna cue up when I finish here is called Fight or Flight, and I wrote it as a failed relationship metaphor for everything we decide to pursue or give up on. Until we speak again, my friends, absorb and radiate love, stay true to your beliefs, and prove to me that I'm not mistaken in mind. Some things aren't meant to last. This was the Plutocracy Report, show 51. I'm Vince Marcanti signing off. Bye-bye, my friends. Thought I'd won your love at last. But the mind can change so fast. If I fight to make amends, I'd give up all that I defend. Now the fun we had is gone But my regret will linger on But if I finally met my match There's other fish out there to catch
Some things are meant to last. 